Hello, and uh, welcome to, this is, I think, episode two of season four of uh, Moke's Audio Logs. Um, today we have... Daniel Citrin. Hey, Daniel. Um, who are you? I am Michael's roommate. That's it? Tell me more about yourself. So I'm a second year at UVA. I'm uh-huh. from Annandale, Virginia. I'm studying biochemistry and statistics, hoping to be a doctor someday. Okay. I love watching sports, playing basketball, hanging with the boys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Do you, um, why do you want to become a doctor? Um, or like what, what type of doctor actually? So I think, I think I want to be like a sports medicine doctor, like an orthopedic surgeon. Cause gotcha. the story of how, like I first started to become, wanted to become a doctor is in elementary school. I was like obsessed with baseball. obsessed with the Washington Nationals and there was this player Steven Strasburg that was having like he was like the best pitcher in the MLB but then they like they cut him off from playing for the rest of the season at one point Mm -hmm. because he had gotten this surgery called Tommy John surgery the year before and his doctor said he could only pitch like this amount of innings the next year else he would fuck up his elbow I might have to curse on this yeah okay (laughs) so then the Nationals were, like, one of the best teams in the MLB, but then he had to stop pitching, uh, and then they ended up losing in the playoffs. And so little, like, fifth-grade me was so mad at this. And then in school, they said you would write, like, a research paper on whatever. And mm-hmm. so I chose Tommy John surgery because I didn't know what it was, but I just heard about all my, like, favorite MLB pitchers, including this guy getting it. Mm-hmm. And then it was just, like, interesting because this injury that causes this used to be like a career ending injury right for every pitcher and now just like every pitcher gets it and it's just like what is it they have to take off it's when you tear like a ligament in your elbow gotcha so if you heard like an acl yeah so this is your ucl it's like the acl of your elbow and what does the acl do again it's like the joint that i don't know i think it helps with like bending i'm not too sure to be honest i was in fifth grade when i (laughs) research papers gotcha well do you still like believe in that dream do you still want to I don't know if I'm like as set on that specifically, but I'm pretty set on being a pre-med. I tried to come into college with an open mind. Like I I came into college like thinking I was going to go pre-med, mm-hmm. but tried to have an open mind, but now I'm like pretty sure of it. Gotcha. I would say. Well, um whenever whenever you came to college, I have a question, did you what did you expect out of your roommates? Out of my roommates. Or like um, initially with Wyatt and then I guess with us. I I tried not to have well, come I'll start with why. Like, I try not to have too high expectations because, like, yeah. we met on Instagram. Yeah. And, like, we FaceTimed <laughs> once, but it was, like, enough to know that, like, he's, like, a normal enough yeah. guy that I could live with him, but I didn't know that he was going to end up becoming, like, one of my best college friends. So. Right. And then same – I mean, I would say coming into this year, I knew you guys well enough to know that, like, it, it, it would be, be fine. Like, yeah. like the, the best, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, um, what has your experience been like? Because uh, li- living in – uh, let's see, v- Venable Three A. <laughs> it has been like all, like to have like three of your best friends living with you. I mean, there's there's downsides. Yeah, it, the apartment gets pretty. The apartment gets pretty messy. Oh what? Yeah, I don't know who what? does that. I don't know. I have no idea who does that. But like, I mean, just all the like random shenanigans. Like, I don't know if the viewers have heard of the eighty five dollars Taco Bell story, <laughs> but like just random shit like that is like. Those are, yeah. those are life, <laughs> lifelong memories. Yeah. Um, me and uh, shout out Sandra Sang. Um, we uh, we uh, came home from a, um, a, a formal event. 
and had a and we're a little hungry so we yeah. all ordered taco bell and it um it turned out to be 85 dollars. <laughs> i don't know how that math worked out though. yeah um and then we kind of we kind of went barbarian mode on it though it, yeah it was it was a little it, we like opened it up on our table and like ripped open it was, the, it was yeah pretty savage like mm-hmm. but it's just i know a lot of people that just kind of have like their roommates are just solely the people they live with and yeah. not they don't get to be friends with their roommates on top of it so mm-hmm. i get the like extra dimension that's fair yeah so um th- th- this is the i know whenever i initially say this i'm not i'm not saying this as, as a slight but you uh, can you describe what the what the poster is over there the uh are you talking about the point tally yeah the point tally. so it came up with a theory i think from michael that everyone can be classified into four categories Ballers, chillers, tweakers, and bots. Yeah. Pretty self-explanatory what each one is. (laughs) And I think the argument started over, like, who was which category. So then we felt the need to uh, track the points for each one. And as of now, I'm the number one baller. So that's the most important (laughs) takeaway. What else are you? I'm also number one in the bot column. (laughs) And um, honestly, that's what I wanted to ask you about. Okay. How do you feel whenever someone calls you a bot? I honestly don't mind. As, as you know, it's a funny joke. Yeah. I would only get offended if people like Genuinely actually offended. started treating me differently because of it. Right. But like, I don't feel that way. So. Gotcha. I, I, I wanted, I wanted to, um, I've never done this on the podcast, but I wanted to do a case study of your mind. Okay. Uh, if, if, if this is, if this, yeah. if you'd be fine with this. I'm okay with it. Um, That's what this is about. So, so what I wanted to do is, um, to, to see kind of. I, I thought that I thought of a few situations okay. and I wanted to see what your mind would and what, what you would think of doing in these okay. situations. Yeah. So um, first is a, is a game I've played with a few people, but basically what you do is I'm going to give you a um, like an object mm-hmm. and then you give me five, you think five steps away from that object and then you say your result out loud. So let's say I choose, um, salt and pepper yeah um as the initial thing so five steps thought steps would be um uh spices uh condiments ketchup tomatoes the color green because the the, of a stem of a tomato okay yes um so can i give you a few objects and you give us um the final result and then and then yeah just 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 give us the final result and then we'll then we'll go through your logic so first i'm going to give you um microphone so I'll give you I'll give you a second and 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 guess along, play play along. But um, so microphone and now think five steps away. You gotta you got you got you there. I violin. Okay, violin. Yeah. From microphone, I mean I would probably say microphone some maybe you'd go to like an artist like a singer and then and then and then you go to um like their genre of music and then or and then you go to like an instrument or eventually you make it through an instrument through music that's pretty sick yeah i thought more broadly so i can i say yeah 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 I think I went microphone to singer Mm -hmm. they sing into microphones yeah from singer i went out to band okay and then Band, I went to guitar because it's an instrument that we right, play. Right, and band, then violin just because it's like a string instrument. Sure, sure, guitar. sure. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, what about uh, spices or like? Uh, sorry, not uh, like um, sriracha sauce. 
So I'll give you I'll give you fifteen seconds there. Ranch. Ranch. Okay. But can I I don't mean ranch the sauce. I mean like ranch. Ranch the farm. Okay, okay. Well, I think that actually I think what would happen is you go um uh sriracha sauce, peppers, farm, horses, ranch. Close. I think I went like sriracha sauce to condiment to food to oh, chicken to, f- to to ranch yeah. okay 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 all right so, all right yeah, all right, on all right. Track. and then I'll, I'll give you one more and yeah. it's candle oil this is a fun oil one. This, is a fun this, one. this is a fun one yeah. okay yeah it's uh gonna have to do something with being jewish <laughs> um so let's say it's candle to um light to the to the to the festival of light to a menorah to oil right destination wrong order i went i think i just went candle menorah hanukkah jewish or no no hanukkah to oil i think maybe i'm forgetting a step no no that's all right that's all right all right cool 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 so we have a we have a basic understanding of how your your thought process Kind of works, right? Okay, good to establish that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a few situations and just tell me what you would do in them. Okay. Um, so this situation, uh, like, let's say you have, uh, like, this is, basically, I'll ask you this question. Yeah. What's your favorite out of direct, delegate, and the other one? Um, direct, delegate. You know, it, it's like three times of um, like leadership, of not uh, like of of dealing with an issue. It's like directly handling it. Delegating is giving the issue to someone else, and uh, diffuse. Yeah, distract, distract, distract. Wait, like what type of situation are we talking about? Well, it in depends. any situation, what 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 would you say your favorite is? What what would you go to? I would say direct is my favorite. Okay, but like, if I. Yeah, direct is my favorite. I was thinking distract, but that's more of a specific thing. Yeah, that's like where you need to like yeah. get people out like of the delegate way. Delegate isn't necessarily my go-to, but like delegate is like get more friends up there or like go go with friends to like solve an issue. You think direct's your your main solving way? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Have you always been like that? Have you always been direct? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say that's my personality. Is kind of like, I don't know. I just kind of like see thing, do thing. You know, like yeah, I. A big, I, I've talked about this with you, but like a big thing of me being a camp counselor is a big, yeah. One of my uh, big influential experiences in my life, and that's like, there's just like so many conflicts to deal with on the daily that it's just you have to be direct. Uh, yeah, you have to be direct. Well, I would, I would also say that I don't mean any offense, but I, with with kids that you're counseling, they're a lot younger than you, right? You said they're like. That's 10. why I said distract, because if when it's people that are like more of like equal status or power to me sometimes distract is right because i was gonna say i find it really hard to be direct to people especially whenever they're like my equals and i very much respect them Uh, i I agree yeah we were were talking about this in the mli class today that like i find it really hard to go up to someone and be like you're wrong or like i'm gonna throw i'm gonna say something to you that might you will you will think or like might be understood as disrespect how do you go about doing that? I think explaining why, explaining your thought process behind it is the most important thing. Because then at least the person knows that you're not just... Being malicious. You're, you don't just have it out for them. They at least know like why you 
disagree with them. Okay. And so they can, they, you give them a little insight into your mind. I think that helps a lot. Okay. I mean, do you not, um, what do you do if someone is like irrational? Cause they're just those people who. That, that's, that's a distract scenario. I'd say. Okay. That's yeah. fair. What's it like? What is a distraction that you would do? Like just talk in circles until we reach something else that I can like ask Hook questions Hook on to? About. Yeah. Gotcha. Do you, do you have any strategies when it comes to that? I mean, like I try to be like a, a podcast. Like I just, I kind of like rapidly ask questions until I get something that I can dig. Gotcha. Dig, dig into, into and, yeah. uh, and, and co- start a conversation and about something else. And until then I'll just ask like random shit until we find something. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. I have another situation for you. Okay. Do you know the movie, the Truman show? Yes. What happens if you, um, like you're kind of, you find out that you're in the Truman show, but you like the, the staff of the show does not know that you're aware yet. You just like find a couple cameras in like a black spot and like you, you know for a fact that you're in a show like the Truman show. What do you do? So, you know, but you, you're trying to like, like you don't, you don't, it's, it's completely your choice. They don't know, you know. Yeah. It's completely your choice. What do you do? So, like, specifically if I'm on a TV show like that, I would start just being so out of pocket that they, like... <laughs> would I'm have like, to, like, like, cancel? I'm like, you guys got to put... If, like, if I'm on TV, like, <laughs> like, I'm like, do you guys really have the balls to put this on TV? Like, yeah. I just walk around naked, like... Really? Yeah. <laughs> doing random shit, steal. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Uh-huh. Wouldn't, um... I mean, would would you would you just like do whatever you wanted, like like? Yeah, because like, I mean, they're not gonna, there's no consequences, and like. I mean, the consequences are like it's still gonna be it's still real life, you know. Like these still like, these still are people, they, and they're still that, gonna. That is your way of fucking them over the most. Well, I not ne- not necessarily that it's whole product fucking is, them over is your life, and so like you're accomplishing your goal of like obviously they're not gonna keep you on the show after that, so you're accomplishing that goal plus like they. Well, you don't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to like escape the, the matrix. You can take like the blue pill and like stay in your world. Cause aren't these people like still like, let's say you're as old as you are now, you're 20, you've, you've created, I I guess like probably genuine relationships with these people, even though that you are, it's like fake. Are they genuine though? If, if, well, I mean like the people, the genuine relationship with the characters, not with the actual people. Yeah, but isn't isn't like the character that you if they're playing the character twenty four seven? That is true. Isn't that like basically would you? um, Because this also applies to real life. Yeah. I mean, if you end up getting the like premonition that the world is the world is fake or that we live in a simulation, that kind of thing, are you gonna are you are you gonna go crazy? So like, and 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 what what is the thing that grounds you in in reality in real life? If I'm in the Truman Show. Yeah. I, I don't think I could live in blissful ignorance if I find out I'm on the TV. Yeah. Unless there were actually some like real magical pill that would erase that memory. Sure, sure. But like, I don't know. In the world, I I think, I think, I think I'm not <laughs> living in a Truman Show. So I can mm-hmm. live. Like, yes, there's like, I can live in blissful ignorance because like I, unless I somehow find out that we're actually in a simulation yeah. or that my whole life has been the Truman Show, then like. I can sleep comfortably at night knowing that I'm not on TV right now. Okay. I mean, so, I mean, but Truman didn't know for all of his life until it happened. Would Yeah, and I like, think he was living a happy life until he figured it out. So would you, do you believe that ignorance is bliss? Or would, yeah, like, I totally ba- believe ignorance is bliss. I'm, I'm trying to get to the point of, okay, you, you, um, you do have two pills. You can go back with being ignorant or you can like 
fight, whatever. Like you can find out the truth. Would you? Would you take the red pill or the blue pill? In the moment, I would. Well, I've never seen the Matrix. Which pill so uh, I don't actually. I, don't, I think the blue pill is blue pill is going back to your old reality and forgetting about it and being ignorant. Or do you take the in red the pill moment, and, I'm definitely and learn the in truth? The red pill because if I'm like. If I just found out my whole life is a lie and you're telling yeah. me I could like, go back to the lie or not, I go see what's really out there. Like yeah. in that moment, I would be so, I would so want to see what was out there. Gotcha. If I just found out that I, I couldn't consciously pick the blue pill, even though. Well, like, I mean, you know, I mean like you're, you're, pick, you're picking, outcome. you're picking like happiness, right? You're picking. Yeah. But in that moment, there's no way that I would think that going back to being ignorant is happy. If I, if I know that like taking that blue pill, like, yes, I'll be happy, but like. Well, okay, so you're talking about it in that moment, so not in the moment. Not in the moment. You have, like, years to think about it. Yeah. That's a tougher one. Yeah, you have infinite time. I think if you know something is out there, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be happy. Like, you're not going to want to take the blue pill. Gotcha. If you know something is out there. So how do you do with normal life, then? Do you not? Are you not incredibly curious about the the world around you? Or are, are you curious about the world am, around you? But like with the internet and stuff, I can know so much about the world around me while also yeah. being comfortable in my own life. But yeah, I am curious. Like I wanna, I wanna travel. I wanna see the world. Mm-hmm. I think I have, but there's still a lot more I wanna see and do. Yeah. What do you What do you like lo- most about like learning about the world? Is it, and and kind of what drives you to learn these things about the world? I just, I like seeing how other people operate. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's cool to like learn about like, like all the like old technology that people, yeah, like the old technology, old places built. Cause it's like, wow, like I'm like, how did they, like engineer that? Like how did they study the like prior knowledge to like get to be at that point? Yeah, cause like all the like science, like so like I work in like a research lab and like everything we're doing is like based off of other people discovering one thing and that like right. is the basis for us. So like. Where was like the starting point for those places? What I want to know. But wouldn't that just be like consciousness? Yeah. So like, how did they get when like, consciousness started? What, what's that... like a historical civilization that like first built like a running water system? I don't remember. What um, it was. like I, Babylonia I or like probably. Like, how did they come up with the? Because they don't like have published research papers. <laughs> so like, how did they come up with that? Well, I mean, someone just found out something. It didn't it wasn't like the invention of ice cream. Like someone left out. <laughs> milk and something and like well, that's how penicillin was right yeah exactly i mean things are just done by accident do you think i mean no one like i feel like it's really hard to make an effort to try and discover something new i i feel like a lot of the big scientific discoveries you learn about like there's a lot of luck involved in that, that like, yeah. the hypothesis that they tested just turned out to be true like right. how much did they really like have no evidence and, behind and make, yeah that or just like they just like hit the jackpot, right? Luckily, luckily. And so, does that make you think that you can do any scientific thing? Oh, that's a good question. Because on one hand, like, I mean, that, that means it, I could strike the jackpot. Yeah. But also, it's like, I like. There's a. I'd say there's hope. I'm not like expecting to make a big scientific discovery, but yeah. that doesn't mean it's not worth doing. Do you, because at the very least, I'm like eliminating. Some possibility. Gotcha. Do you want to, like, dedicate... Would you ha- be happy, like, dedicating your life to science? To be honest, no. Like, I've been working this research lab this year, and it's cool working there, like, 10 hours a week, but just, like, working in a lab is, like, such a slow process. Yeah. Like, there's so much waiting. It's so tedious, and I just don't think I'd be happy, like, 
doing the physical work of being and also like when well, people want to like to do that you have to be the type of person that like enjoys reading like research papers in your free time right like to me that's more of like a job than a yeah just something i enjoy doing okay i mean so what would be your your dream career doctor Do- oh no no I, I mean i mean like what like doing what day to day because i'm sure doctors well especially because like, a big part of doc like you do get as much, there is a lot of paperwork and stuff but you also do get to like make a direct impact on people and like okay. see like it's not just sitting at a desk all day you actually get to interact with people and help people solve their problems so you like seeing how, how people like actually interact with people yeah like seeing like real change uh-huh Gotcha. Has anything like led you to have that belief? Like what, is there, is there anything you can think of that has made you kind of follow that path in life? I mean, I think the camp counselor is a big thing of that. Like with these little kids, like, well, would you want, do you want to describe what your position's like there and what do you like? I was like, I'm basically, I don't want to say these kids parents for four, for seven weeks, but like (laughs) I'm like the, it's not a parent-child relationship, but I, I work with, like, the pretty young kids because yeah. that's just, like, what I'm good at. And it's, like, you're in charge of making sure they have fun and stay safe and, like, are civil people for seven weeks. And, like, some of these nine-year-old, like, seven- to nine-year-old kids, like, don't know how to, like, brush their teeth on their own, like, yeah. <laughs> wrap a towel on their own. So, like, you, you do have to be their parent a little bit, but, like, sometimes the small victories with them, like, getting them to just, like, be nice to each other and even a little moment like the small victories can like i I have a big is that probably like from where you've become the most like satisfied in life like the most rewarding experience Mm. it's up there there's some more like like what what accomplishment type things yeah if i had to say what's your proudest moment where would it well what would it land on one of them was I, i don't know if i can narrow down the proudest but up there was definitely this past summer I won the like equivalent of like counselor MVP. Right. And that was because that's there's multiple awards like that, but that one is makes is the most the people the one people want the most because it's voted on by the other staff, not just like picked uh, by the director. Okay, that's, so that's cool. like that was a big honor to win. Um, I mean, this sounds like nerdy, but I like won an event in Science Olympiad States in yeah. high school. Yeah, that, that's hard to that's win. That's solely just because of how much work went into that. That's not as much about like, mm-hmm. like the people interaction thing. Just like me and my partner spent so much time on that. So to like, actually like your t- all the time to pay off was definitely yeah. very rewarding. I mean, wait, what what event was it by the way? Bridges. That one's hard, right? Like, that's that's you actually to, building a bridge, right? Like it's some of them, it's like really hard just to get anything that works. Yeah, that was easy to get something that works, but like we had, we I think we were the lightest bridge in the competition, and we held the most weight. Really, so that's like sweet. You you get scored based on like how it's how much weight your bridge holds divided by the weight of your bridge. So like, uh, you get, okay, you benefit from having your bridge hold the most weight and from it being the lightest. And I th- mm. I think we were the lightest one and held the most weight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what, what what type of design did you guys do? Just we, we actually so we like basically copied this YouTube video. I don't oh. know why people didn't do that. It was still a little hard to build in the YouTube video, which yeah. is maybe why some people like didn't do that because you had to like get stuff at the right angles. But we were like we had that down to a science. Like my friend built like carved out of wood like the mold to get the angles <laughs> right, and we like we were weighing each individual piece of wood to make sure we had like the op- the optimum weight so that it wasn't too light so that it wouldn't hold. 
the max weight, but it's it wasn't too heavy that it wouldn't mess up. Right. So like we had it, like we were like way like we had it down to a science. And I remember the day before, I like we actually hadn't. There's like a maximum weight you can hold where you get the max points, and we. Okay hadn't gotten a bridge to get the max yet on any of the competitions because we always made a mistake in the building even though the design was awesome yeah. it was like hard to build and we discovered that i think the mistake was like we were building it like a tiny bit uneven so that not all four like corners were down ah so that was and so like the day before states i spent hours just like i would sand one corner to get it them all even but then i would like sand it too much so then i'd sand the other ones mm. and i spent hours just like sanding each corner really to okay. get it perfect and then it, it, we won. Yeah, that's sweet. That's sweet. That is that is a that is a really cool experience. So did you? Um, I think you you did kind of tell me uh, earlier on that in, that in high school at least you um, were maybe a little. I definitely was. Um, I was a, a like a little a little bit like nerdier. And um, how how have you felt about the transition coming into college? Because um, I mean, you're you're in uh, Greek life. Yes. You're you're in a, fr- uh, a fraternity mm-hmm. that that throws lit parties. So why um, how's that transition been? Like my mindset in high school was for some reason I had it in me that like I thought to get anywhere in terms of like college and life that you had to like ignore all having fun or like have be that have that be very limited and just focus on studying all the time. Yeah. But then I saw these people that were like having fun, but still like also doing great in college, in high school and a yeah. lot of them ended up going to UVA also. And it yeah. wasn't like, when I really look back on it, a lot of the times, like I wasn't actually like, studying all the time. I was just like St- being stressed off by it. myself. And yeah. like, for some reason I thought that was going to get me to a better place. But then I came to UVA and I'm like, why was that my mentality? So now it's like, yeah. I still do all the like nerdy stuff, but I also yeah. like go out and have fun, mm-hmm. and, like make friends and have like, cool experiences yeah would you say that that's like improved i mean i I guess yeah it clearly has improved your over would you say it has improved your overall happiness for sure i'm definitely way happier in college than i ever was in high school gotcha would um especially with covid and stuff yeah Uh i mean the covid sucked yeah uh that was awful (laughs) i keep on forgetting that covid existed yeah I, i feel like whenever um I still can't imagine not interacting with people like in person. Yeah, and I was like, I was like FaceTiming people, but like you can only have so much fun on FaceTime. Right. Like I, I've never been a huge video game person. At least video games with other people. Yeah. I like picked it up during COVID solely because like I just wanted to like play, like with interact with. Yeah. <laughs> I just needed like something to do with yeah. people. Yeah. I mean, Minecraft was a fantastic hangout place. Uh. Bro, I was. I got into the game Rocket League. Mm-hmm, yeah. And. I would play with my friends, and they were all, like, actually good, and so they would put money on it, and I wanted to play with them, but I didn't, like, care enough to put money on it, but it was funny, because, like, I was just in the game with them, goofing off, but they had money on it, so they would get so mad at me, and, like, call me some pretty, pretty mean things. Like, I knew it was all jokes. Gotcha. That, that's fun, though. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, did you ever become good? Because, like, there, there's, a, there's a guy who was, like, really, really good at Rocket League in my high school. I wouldn't say I was good. I was, like, I became, like, okay. Could I you, wasn't. like, do, like, the, like, tricks midair? Like, could you, no like, way. save a ball midair? Oh, I could maybe save a ball midair, but I couldn't, I couldn't like, air dribble. Yeah, air dribbling's fucking yeah. nuts. I, I had a friend that could do that. Yeah. I have for, no idea how you do that. For, uh, for reference, so um, in this game, you uh, have a car, but you can make it, like, jump up, and then it has, like, a boost, which yeah. kind of just, like 
imagine it just moves your car forward no matter which dir- like whether you're on yeah. the ground or in space and you have like a, a, a tank of this like boost juice or yeah. whatever so um imagine there's a soccer ball in the air you can like boost slightly 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 um and then you can kind of dribble it in the you're air. basically like flying and the ball is like attached to your car yeah it's basically. fucking nuts yeah because it's like soccer like it, this game for people that don't know is like soccer with cars cars yeah and so it's like if a car were dribbling a soccer ball but like flying yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it is rocket league right yeah. i mean that's what it's called um yeah it's a dope ass game have you found any other games that you've loved well i i always have the games i am good at is like madden really that's mm-hmm. the one that's the one that i would even play before covid but then during covid i would actually like play with people like i bought xbox live gotcha so i could play online and Wait. that i would say i'm pretty good at you are pretty good yeah do you ever like play against other people like like how good are you like i like i, I could think i could beat you i mean like I, i'm, I'm like, i mean like pretty ass i like a i'd say i'm like a normal like okay, I, okay. people that are like really good i'm not gonna beat. but like i'll go to a friend's house and play them in madden and win gotcha. half the time yeah fair all right, and then I have I have one kind of final question to to wrap it up. Yeah. But and I know this is kind of going from the top of the video into this is a little different. Okay. But um, the question is, and it kind of it kind of loops into um, our talk with uh, the red pill, blue pill. But what's your motivation? What motivates you to um, keep on like trying hard, keep on studying, keep on like um, I don't know keep keep on keep on existing and putting a lot of effort into how you work how you exist because i like m- all my goals are focused around like helping people and making i like being a net positive to the world mm-hmm. and contributing to that and i think that is really the only way i'll be like truly happy in my day-to-day life is if i'm like doing something where i'm like actively helping people and helping people solve problems or at least like at least like being even if my job doesn't directly do that, like putting myself in a platform to do that mm-hmm. and getting there requires a lot of hard work. And so that's my motivation. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Do and you, how will you know when you get there? How will I know when I get there? Where do you know that you've made a positive impact on the world? I don't think I will ever officially get there, but I think I mentioned this earlier, small victories keep you going. Mm-hmm. So if maybe like, if I keep you going, it might be like, like you're always going to be working hard. You're never, it right. might not be an easy life, but like, so little victories can keep you going. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, thank, you. thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. So if, if anyone had to take away one thing from this conversation, they should take away that, uh, the, the small victories kind of victories lead you to, um, keep on existing, taking, taking the red pill as well as, um, understanding that uh, uh, microphones go to um, violins. <laughs> Do you get that reference earlier? We talked about microphones and violins, the, the like thought pattern. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, any, anyway, thank you very much for listening, and um, I hope you have a wonderful day, and thank you very much, Daniel, for coming on.